Hello and welcome to another episode of Future Health with Dr. MJ. So today you may hear some noise in the background. You might hear some bustling outside. It's so beautiful outside. I don't want to have the air conditioner on. I'd prefer to just kind of leave the windows open. And it's nice. There's people walking around. There are cars driving by. And I think I'm just going to let that live in the background. Okay, so preparing your body for abundance. The reason I wanted to do this uh, episode is because the science of money has always been of interest to me, the science of it. I never thought it to be as important or interesting to learn about money itself. Finance and economics just aren't very fascinating to me. Markets are volatile and tastes change like the wind. You never know what's going on. And I always knew that there was something else to this, something that that I had to align myself with as opposed to chasing it. The aim of this teaching is to relax your body and to move into a space of living in the life you desire to be in. It's a change on the cellular level, a mind, body, spirit change. You don't need to be super healthy or without any pain or disease in your body. You don't even need to be a vegan or vegetarian. It's not like that. It's more of a posturing, if you will, It's a natural state of being as if you've always had and you never need to worry about it. If you've ever lived around very wealthy people and not people with high salaries, not business owners or people who came into money anytime recently, not those people because those people can never really rest. They're always worrying about things that they need to purchase or paying off debts and obtaining more. So not them and not not anyone with perceived wealth. I mean, people who were born into karmic situations where having anything was never an issue. That type of relaxation is very rare to witness. That type of posturing is very rare to to witness, especially if you come from a regular working class family such as mine. But as I grew into my late teens and early 20s, I began attending a university on Long Island that housed students who were in proximity to kinds of wealth that that one could only imagine. A good friend and classmate of mine named Nima was the child of parents who owned an oil drilling company based in Saudi Arabia with a, I'm guessing another base of on the Gulf Coast of Texas. So they lived between Texas and New York and every once in a while they go back to the Middle East. That's kind of how they lived. Or at least I think it worked like that. So I'm just piecing the story together. I know that his parents were in oil and I know for sure that they had another house in Texas and Saudi Arabia. Well, his parents were extremely wealthy to the point that if you saw him, like just just goes beyond wealth, you know, what most of us think about. You would never even know or think he had anything. He wore the same raggedy clothes every single day. He drove a hoopty like many students and never worried about anything because he, he has never known want or lack in his life. His needs have always been met since birth. There was no need to mention his wealth no need to purchase an expensive car, no need to prove anything to anyone because he existed in that space. The only reason I even knew that he had anything is because I was invited to his house one day for a get together with students, his parents and some other members of his family. 
which is where I saw the symbols of the extreme wealth that I had never seen before, like a helipad in somebody's yard, indoor and outdoor pools, elevators in the house and bowling alleys in the house, etc. And that's when I first realized that number one, truly wealthy people do nothing to impress others. They just don't, they don't care. They don't need to. That insecurity just isn't there. And two, there is a body posture, a relaxation that goes so deep, a primordial karmic rest that really is a privilege kind of instilled before birth, a lifetime allowance that is afforded to the so-called 1%. Now, don't get me wrong. How these people made their wealth and how and if they keep it is not the topic of the episode because we know some people do not get their money by all positive means. We know that that's not the case, but that's not what this episode is about. Now, what is this posturing that I learned about years ago? Well, think of it, uh, think of it this way. For years, you've been walking around with the stress due to the conditioning your parents and society have put on you about there being lack and not enough, about the bottom falling through, about you not being able to afford this or that. Conditioning literally has changed your body and mind from walking and moving in its natural relaxed state. Your creativity has become constrained due to the internalization and acceptance of your current condition. So just take a moment and think about if you knew you had an extra 200,000 in the bank, not, not your only money, but an extra 200,000 that's yours to do as you please. It's just extra money to some. It's not a lot of money, but for the majority of people, this is enough to allow them to quit their jobs and relax for a couple years, maybe, or transition to a new job, even to travel or pay off debts or even to start a new business. It's enough to have a peace of mind for a little while until you decide what direction you'd like to go in, right? When you think of having that extra cash, just think about how your body relaxes and the corners of your mouth turn up a little into a little smile and your eyes widen a little bit. You feel kind of like a burden has been released off your shoulders. Well, That's how you need to feel all the time if you're looking to shift yourself into a whole new reality. What most don't realize is that doing this involves your mind and your body, but not just your mind. And so I think the shift doesn't happen for most people because they're only using the mental tool and discounting their bodies as a tool for change as well. And again, there's a ton of information about there about mindset and abundance, but but there's not a much about the physiological change that needs to happen in order for you to meet other people that can uplift you to the next level and circumstances that allow you to live the life and have the things that you desire. Okay, let's start. The main aim here is to get you to a body relaxation and confident state of mind that you can walk around with and one in which you can navigate your day as if you already have what you want. So just think about the life you want to have, whatever it is that you want, whatever material thing that you want, or the type of the job you want, whatever, whether it's a certain amount in the bank, a luxury car, a successful business or job position, whatever it is that you want. Think of it. Think about the joy you'd have by having the thing you'd like. Think of how it'd make you feel not just mentally, but also physically. If you want to know the truth, 
It's this posturing that has allowed me to obtain every single material thing that I have in life since very little was provided to me in the physical realm at the time of my birth. You see, I can think about what I want all day. I can even say it. But if my body actions and posture are not in alignment with what's in my head, then the shift can't happen because the things you want are physical. They are material. They are tangible. And I know it sounds really hokey to constantly talk about vibration and energetics and stuff like that because you really can't see it, but there really is a different vibration. Think about it. If you hung out on Skid Row all day in LA, if you hung out on Skid Row or the Tenderloin up in San Francisco or, you know, certain parts of New York City and certain parts of Baltimore, you hung out in certain areas, then eventually you're going to start behaving like the people that are down there, like, like what is available to you down in that area. You're not going to have fresh food available to you. You may, there may be uh, filth and garbage around you in certain parts of those places. There may be drugs readily available. Next thing you know, you are actually living that life out because you're picking up that same vibration and that same energy as those around you and those things around you. So again, this is material world. This is the the tangible world, the physical world that I'm speaking of here. The mental part of it, I can get more into in another episode, but right now I'd like to stick to the physical. So this posturing requires you to be relaxed with a confidence and air about you that you have all that you've ever wanted. This is different than a feeling of contentment and accepting or settling for what you already have. This is an invigorating feeling that most don't get to play around with. Most don't get to to really take time out to experience. This is the creative energy, that lust for life, the manifestation energy. And make no mistake, it does require energy. And the way you know the difference between that and contentment is that it actually is an effort to maintain it. That posturing is an effort. It doesn't always feel good. It is work. Contentment and settling feel easy and effortless, but posturing is not like that. Anyway, it's so important to move in that relaxed manner from your scalp to your toes. You're almost floating on air because you're in love with your new life. You're literally using your imagination all day and all night to create the new reality that you want. So I can't say it enough, but relaxation is key. You'll need to constantly remind yourself to do this. Relax your back, your neck, your shoulders, your glutes, and your abs as you move. Why are you clenching? You can afford anything you'd like. There's no more insecurity. There's no reason to clench your muscles. You can move around like someone who has it all. The next principle is a straightened spine. When your spine is straight, it supports not only your movements through the muscles and the bones, but it also keeps them from crushing your internal organs, right? You're always told to stand up straight so you can breathe properly, so you can digest properly. Remember that your organs have spiritual or esoteric purpose as well, not just physiological function. And in the medicine that I I have learned in the school of thought, the Eastern philosophy, remember that your liver and gallbladder must be cleaned and in working order to set the strategy and have the willpower to carry them out. So excessive alcohol, fatty foods, and junk foods will prevent you from being able to make clear plans or to see them to, for, to fruition. Which really is a transition to my next key here, which is cleanliness. You want to eat like someone who cares for themselves, someone who is proud of themselves. 
And this stuff is maybe least important of them all, but I think it's best to mention that junk food, sugar, and excessive alcohol does clog the arteries to the mind or to the brain, and it blocks your good judgment. So from a physiological standpoint, all of that stuff, that phlegm producing or mucus producing food, it does tend to cloud your orifices in your head. Lastly, let's talk about breathing. Now, if you have the things you want, the extra cash in a bank, the debts paid off, the thriving businesses, etc. If you had those things, then do you think that you'd be chest or mouth breathing? No, of course not. You'd most likely be relaxed enough to breathe slowly and deep. You'd have time to relax. There would be no rush, no haste. So begin breathing like that now. There's something called pranayamic breathing, which you may have heard of which is basically just yogic breathing that helps align the mind and the body and encourages mindfulness, present moment living, and all that good stuff. A technique I like is called ujjayi breathing, which means victorious breath. Now this information, just a little side note, this information is from one medical, by the way, I just want to throw that out there. Ujjayi is also called the ocean breath because of the sounds it makes when you do it. The breath's The breath usually is done during yoga practice and and during postures and things like that. And I like it because ujjayi encourages full expansion of the lungs. And by focusing your attention on your breath can really help calm your mind. To do it, you can sit on the floor with your legs straight out in front of you. Or you can sit with your back straight up in a chair. So you can just sit regular. Take a steady breath in through both nostrils. Inhale until you reach your full lung capacity and keep your back straight as you do this and hold that breath for just one second while holding a little bit in the back of your throat. Then exhale it all through the nostrils. You can do this for about 20 rounds once per day as part of your regular practice. And in addition to the breathing, I'd also focus on yoga postures for the root chakra because this is the area of your body that that energetically corresponds to being able to obtain material possession. And I'd also throw in postures for, uh, for Savisana <laughs> since the navel chakra corresponds to abundance and creativity. Sorry, couldn't get that out. And I think the warrior pose sequence, um, from one to five are best for both of those chakras. So all of your warrior postures, one through five are going to help tonify both of those chakras, your base or your root and your navel chakra as well. And we get two birds with one stone, right? Okay. So folks, what did we learn today? We learned that preparing your body for a new abundant and victorious life is not just dependent on the mental work, but body work too. It's not impossible to move from one social class to the next, but in order to do it, you must move in the same manner that you would if you already had your desire. But most importantly, I didn't mention previously that none of it will stick around in your life if you deviate from that way of being mentally or physically throughout or after the process. So in other words, if your mindset and body set changes for the better, you will obtain the things you want. You will absolutely 100%. If you believe it, if you have that desire and it's strong enough, you will get the things that you want. However, if you go back to your same hunched posture, tight shoulders, tight breathing, then it can't stay and it won't stay. You'll find yourself in predicaments that remove those good things from your life and you'll be back at square one. 
So I hope that helps. And I do believe that we were meant to have a great life that is wealthy with friends, family, experiences, good health and material things. And we all can have it without working ourselves to death or turning to illegal activity to obtain it. That's our pod. Have a wonderful day. Please follow me, share and support. Until the next one, peace. Okay, so in this segment, I want to switch gears a little bit to talk about cholesterol because the truth is that a lot of people these days are coming up with heart disease at younger and younger ages. I mentioned this before, and I also want to just demystify some of the myths around cholesterol because the truth is that you do need cholesterol in your body. You do need it in your diet. It's just that we need to talk about the two different kinds. So you do need cholesterol to build parts of your cell to make hormones that your body needs to function so you can't get rid of it but there's two types of cholesterol there's low density lipoprotein and high density lipoprotein you need both but a whole lot less of the LDL and a whole lot more of the HDL when you have too much LDL it sticks to your arteries like plaque and it builds until it stops your blood from flowing freely. In Chinese medicine we call this plaque pathological phlegm or dampness which is associated with obesity and heart disease. It's not a good thing. It can lead to circulation problems like again like heart attacks and strokes. So remember also that heart heart disease is the silent killer and oftentimes by the time you know something is wrong by the time you your doctor tells you that you just had a heart attack or like a mild heart attack or that you just had a mild stroke or you know that you have some some sort of issue with your heart or with your with your blood flow then it's too late right so now then after that point it's too late to prevent it and you're just focused on things like you know managing it So just ask most elders in your family. They'll tell you. It's always too late by the time you catch it. So it's better to just change your diet now, change your activity now and deal with it before it gets out of hand. So that was LDL. On the other hand, you have HDL, which is needed in abundance to carry proteins around the body and to support the liver. HDL helps to lower the bad cholesterol as well. So it has a lot of function in managing that LDL. Okay, so HDL is good and LDL is bad. Got it? Okay, good. Now, how do you go about lowering LDL and raising HDL? Well, unless you have a genetic disease that dictates your cholesterol levels, then you're going to need to control your diet. It's all about what you put into your mouth. Foods that are high in in LDL includes processed foods like french fries, donuts, cakes, cookies, crackers, microwave popcorn, margarine, vegetable oils, all of that stuff. All that processed packaged stuff, but it also includes things like red meat and shellfish and certain dairy products also. So don't think that just because you're eating a paleo whole food diet that your cholesterol is going to be lower, especially if you're including some of those things. And also one unmentioned source is coconut oil. Yes, too much coconut oil is not always a good thing. So you really should limit these foods as much as possible for your blood vessel health. Okay, so to raise HDL, you need to consume things like extra virgin olive oil. Make sure that it's real because there's a lot of fake extra virgin olive oil out there. Legumes, uh, beans, peas, right? Whole grain of uh, uh, like oats and barley, rye, millet, 
spelt fruits that are high in fiber and also fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, herring, and tuna. And lastly, we cannot forget exercise and water consumption are also key to flushing that stuff out of you and lowering your cholesterol level ultimately. Oh, and uh, before I forget, my favorite herb, my absolute favorite herb to help lower the cholesterol is hawthorn berry. I love this herb and I use it a lot with my patients. It's great because it actually breaks down bad cholesterol or blood cholesterol. And it has a nice sweet sour flavor that's actually used as a culinary herb for meats. I like hawthorn berry. You can buy it as a whole herb and you can season your food with it. In some cultures, it is traditional to eat it with meat as a way to cut down some of that fat. So it is a, a wonderful, wonderful herb that actually has a very pleasant taste. Um, and there's many, many ways that you can use it. Uh, you can drink it as a tea. You can, you can um, break it down again as a spice so look that herb up uh, there's many herbs for lowering cholesterol garlic I'm sure a lot of people are gonna mention garlic garlic is good it's not the best there are better herbs I in my opinion like hawthorn berry garlic does take some time but I would suggest changing the diet, doing the exercise, and drinking water because those are the quickest ways that you're going to get it down. If you do things the right way, if you cut these foods out of your diet, if you stop smoking as well, because smoking has been shown to raise LDL levels. It's just a response to that inflammation that you're causing in your body. But if you do that stuff, then you could see your cholesterol uh, lower by a few points or by many points even within a month and surely come down to uh, well below normal levels or within that parameter within three months. So get started on this stuff now. What's the wait? All right. Thank you guys for listening so much. I am so thankful for everybody's support and their great comments. Go to my IG, FH underscore podcast. And I am still working on the YouTube channel that's going to um, accompany this podcast. As soon as I am done with my renovations of my new place, I'd like to have somewhere wonderful to sit and talk to you guys. So look out for that. It is coming. I know, I know, I know I've been promising it, but I promise you that it's coming. Anyway, thank you so much. Support, share, and follow me. I appreciate you. Ciao, ciao.